freaking auto! This, this is Brock and Saul. Brock Heward and Mark, Matt, Marcus. Sorry about... Just Mike. Mike. Presented by Carter, Volkswagen, and Ballard. On Seattle Sports. Powered through the Alaska Airlines Studio. Where's, like, the buff dudes at? Now, here are your hosts, Brock Heward and Mike Saul. You ready for September, Brock? It's right around the corner. Right, we just got a couple more days here, about another week left in August. We're going to turn that calendar September. Football season starts for real. And and in some ways, baseball season starts for real. The game changes. And we it's one of my favorite things about it. We talk about baseball and the way the game changes over the course of the season, right? You've got the incredible casual nature of spring training. And then ultimately, the excitement of opening day, followed by... These games where you're sort of figuring everything out and, yeah, there's some panic when things don't go well or some overreaction when things do. But for the most part, you're kind of taking the long approach. And if you miss miss a game here and there, it's not the end of the world. You get to the summer and baseball starts to follow you a little bit, right? You're paying attention on your phone when you're out at a barbecue or you're watching in a bar as you're meeting some friends and you're catching glimpses in different places. You're listening in your car as you're driving somewhere, driving to the beach, going on a road trip, right? The game follows you a little bit wherever you are, mm-hmm. but it's still somewhat casual. And if you lose one, you understand. And then all of a sudden you flip that page to September and everything changes. There is no more tomorrow. There is urgency to every at bat, every pitch, every game. And you'll, you, you just start watching the game in a completely different way, hanging on each moment. We're getting real close to it. And the first time in essentially two decades, the Mariners are in a pennant chase. Not Mm -hmm. just an opportunity to make the playoffs. They accomplished that last year. A chance to win the AL West. And by the way, if they do, they're going to get a first round bye in these playoffs and be able to sit back and relax while other teams are knocking each other around in in the wild card round. You get to set up your lineup, set up your rotation, get everybody rested, and then go get them in that divisional round. So how important is the next five weeks of baseball? It's everything, man. And they have positioned themselves very, very well for what's to come. Last year's run has to help. It has to. Of all the conversations, Salky, we had last last year at this time, right? We went back on the air when? Right after Labor Day last year mm-hmm. is when, when we restarted the show. It's been an amazing year. Gosh, what a fun year in so many different ways. But many times we're like, oh, man, they just they don't have many guys have been through it. I mean, thankfully Santana's there. Man, was he awesome in big moments. But gosh, it'd sure be nice if they had a little more meat on the bone as far as experience goes. Well, they got it last year. They all felt it. Cal felt it. Julio felt it. The core felt it. The pitchers felt it. Like, yep, you got 35 games to go now. And as Jerry said to us yesterday, man, this is when it just is flat out fun. Your bodies drag through August, but there is no question that you get some life. You get some days off. You get some built-in days off. They do have a tough trip. Mm-hmm. They do have a tough New York and yeah, Cincinnati. Cincinnati. And yeah. yeah, that's a tough little trip. It is a tough little trip. But you get everybody, you know, you're going to get Texas six times in September. You're going to get Houston three more times. They're going to be coming for blood as they're chasing you. But they didn't run away from this division. And, in fact, right now you are ahead of them with 35 games to go, and you could not ask to be in a better spot. Let me in ask fact, you this. in June, if you would have told anybody I know. that you're going to sit here on August 25th, you're going to be one game back for the American League West. 
I think we would all taken down some of our emotion in May and June. Just Who would you rather bit. be today, the Rangers or the Mariners? Hmm. Yeah, I, I'd rather I'd rather be the Mariners when you can count on pitching when pitching really should show up. Their their offense, I, I mean, count there's on. There's an argument to be made that I mean the Rangers do have a pretty good rotation. I think their their bullpen somewhat suspect still, but there are some dudes in that rotation. I mean, you know, they traded for Scherzer. Mm-hmm. John Gray's had a really good year. Haney's had a pretty good year. I know he got beat up yesterday. I mean, like they got some dudes. Zimmerman. Yep. I mean, like they've got or Montgomery. Right? Like they got some dudes. Yep. You rather be the Mariners? I think so. I think with the experience of last year. That those that this is a team that has not. This is a Texas that has been in the rebuild that has spent to do it. That it does have, you know, some some older players. Now their offense is dangerous, man. There is no question. They are. I still look at their lineup every day, and I'm like, just like passing. Like, you don't like their lineup? Of course you like their lineup. Yeah. But they're finding ways to lose right now, and not finding ways to win. And their schedule gets. Remember, I think you looked at this after the All Star break. Right when you started to feel a little bit of life in July, like, ooh. And you looked at it, and the Mariners, after the All-Star break, had the fourth easiest schedule yeah. in baseball. And the Texas was like the hardest. One of the hardest. Yeah. One of the five hardest in baseball. And they've played some of that now. I mean, like, the Mariners have played a lot of the ease of their schedule, mm-hmm. and the Rangers have played some of the challenges. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if it would uh, be the same now. I, mean, I would guess it's actually probably fairly you even. You know what? Tonight's but kind I'm, of fun, by I'm, the way. Well, hold on. I'm surprised yeah. you would go in that direction. Not, not that you would say the Mariners, but that you went in terms of line. I just was thinking in terms of momentum and personality and kind of where you're at and all the conversations. I didn't go lineup. I went pitching. Well, I, I, went, I just mean I, roster. Okay. You, you and I have had so many conversations about how hard it is to hold leads in today's day and age and the pressure of being the hunted. Yeah. And the Rangers started off unbelievably well, and they are now looking at an epic collapse. And they're looking over their shoulder at both the range, or both the Astros and the Mariners who yeah. have been coming for them and losing and losing. And when is it going to stop? And you had this big lead versus the Mariners who have nothing to lose, yep. who were so, you know, once again, dead, counted out, left for dead and kind of are, are looking, saying, hey, we don't care. We're not afraid of anybody. We'll go after you. I think that that's the reason probably more so than even roster that I would rather be in the Mariners shoes is that you're the one catching as opposed to the one being caught. Yeah, I think that's fair too. Nope, I think there's absolutely some merit uh, to that. Tonight's going to be fascinating. Last time they faced this dude, he, he no nasty. hit, he no hit him into the seventh. Is this pesky, feisty, competitive Kansas city team, the same team away from Kansas City in the heat and humidity? Is it are they gonna play the same way or do they get out on the road and like yeah? yeah to some of those line drives hang up a little bit here yeah. at T Mobile, etc. Yep. I think those are very real questions. But hey, if it's as half as entertaining as the series was last week, I'm all in, man. Just I, went I, two I, or three. Yeah, I just went two win three. two out of three, and I will be very happy just kind of put this team out of out of sight and out of mind for a while. Because you're right. They've uh, they got a lot of feist, that's for sure. All right. Good conversation. Can't wait for this weekend. You got uh, fireworks tonight. Tuesday next week, you've got the uh, Julio Funko uh, pop bobble. It's not a bobble. It's a Funko pop giveaway, which is pretty cool. Cecily is pumped for that thing every time she sees the... Uh, You're going to have a good crowd tonight? What do we know? Just, we, we chat with the folks over there? I, I would hope it's just... Jeez, I would hope it's like an I think Maura and Justin both there tonight? You guys both there? 
I will you be go- there tonight, yes. Yeah. Yep. You're tonight. going with G, right? He's going to call you in the afternoon. <laughs> I'm not going anywhere with G. We'll see what time we get done with Chambers, but I'm not going anywhere with G. Not after today. He's. Uh, I hope he calls you three more times. Today. Dude, I'm not answering. I'm going to be out on the golf course. I like, click. Please leave me alone. Stop calling me. All right, tell you what, all of you guys are going to get to call us coming up in 20 minutes, 866-979-3776, our traditional Friday open phone lines at 930. You want to talk Seahawks heading into the season, needs at D-line, wide receiver, Jamal, Jamal be Adams, good today. you name all right, it. Let's be good. Last you want to week? talk Mariners, would you rather be in the Mariners system, yeah, shoes, or the Rangers? What do the Mariners need to do down the stretch? How do you feel about what they've done to get here? 866-979-3776. Your call's in 20 after every Thing you need to know next need to know 15 minutes past every hour with brock and salk here's what you need to know up first that well, was good to get jamal adams back out at least off the pup list is he practicing fully no not yet but important to see him out there pete just loves the energy i know it makes it, it makes a difference to him i know it means something to him he, he's he's such an engaging personality and he's such a you know, outgoing personality on the football field that um, he has no way to express that you know, with us. And so that's part of the reason I want him to be back in there <clears throat> so he can get comfortable. Our guys can get to know him. Some of our guys don't know, who, you know what he's like. So um, and he's going to help them. He's the guy that makes other guys play better around him. So I just think all of this is all for the right reason. I like that description of Jamal mm-hmm. right at the end. And maybe we've glossed over that. He's a guy that makes people around him play better. Because he's noisy, man. Not, not, not a lot of guys like to be noisy anymore. Put themselves out there. Not a lot of guys like to be Jose Caballero and be a pest and a nuisance to the other team. Because you do, man. You you put yourself out there, and the Perez has put himself out there. And you got to go back up that noise with a lot of production. And unfortunately, injuries have have really derailed that. You know, you spent the 7:30 segment earlier today talking about Strasburg and the bummer. Yesterday, we talked about Otani and Otani and the bummer for baseball. Just the game. Do you find yourself, as we've done this longer and longer, having more empathy for those guys that just get beat up, man? Because I do. The Cam Chancellors of the world whose just careers are derailed by injuries. I don't know, man. It used to be, I think, when we started, like, hey, man, it's a business. Let's go. Next guy up, next guy up. But now you realize the human side of it. You get to know these people. And, yeah, man, I hope for Jamal's sake. I really do. I may give him grief in the offseason about not being there, and I still will hold by that. But I hope for his sake and his mentals that he can get back and play the game he loves. Here's the second thing you need to well, know. Well, speaking of the game I love, it's uh, going on tonight at T-Mobile. Mariners with the first of three in a big-time homestand here. After going 8-2 and two on the road, I'd expect a big old crowd to welcome them back. And they'll have Bryce Miller on the hill against the Royals. They had a great day yesterday. They didn't even play. All they had to do was hang out. Texas lost. They lose seven straight games. Seven straight now for the once mighty Rangers. So the Mariners are back to just one game out in the division. Houston, oh, they got beat by 16 runs. No big deal. So the Mariners actually jump ahead of them as well. And then Toronto loses. So, uh, yeah, all good news. Everything coming up roses for the Mariners. Meanwhile, the one question mark they have right now is maybe pitching depth. What does it look like if they have another injury? Where is their pitching depth at? Jerry Depoto told us. We're at a time in the in the baseball calendar where you don't have a lot of access to players that don't play in your own organization. So, you know, being in tune with the transaction wire and, and what's happening and, 
you know, in, in the, the non-traditional markets, you know, waiver wires, it's free agents, it's, it's players without. That's where your depth's coming from if it's not from your own organization. But having lost Emerson with no Robbie Ray, with no Marco Gonzalez, you know, already having tapped into Bryce Miller and Brian Wu and then, you know, Emerson Hancock, there's, there's only so far you can go before you, you start to wobble a little bit. And, and we, we left the house to go find a guy that we thought could help both in, in providing length in our bullpen and potentially stepping in if we needed a next depth starter. Yeah, I think they've done that with both Thornton and now Weaver. But, yeah. yeah, it is a concern. You've sort of tapped out most of your young pitching prospects. I will say, Tommy Malone, pretty good start yesterday. I think he went uh, five, six, seven shutout innings, something like that. He had a good little day. Little Tommy Malone did? He's not little. Little Tommy Malone. Good for little not, Tommy Malone. Not little. L-I-L. Little, little, not, little Tommy, not Tommy little Malone. Little. You find yourself in these final 35 not only looking at what you're doing, but what everybody else is doing, because I am. Yeah. Those Astros going to Detroit for three games and then back to Boston, a team they don't match up with, with well, and that was uh, shown a little bit in this series. Uh, the Blue Jays welcome in Cleveland, and it's three more for the Rangers in Minnesota, man. Minnesota ahead of that American League Central, looking to put away Cleveland for good and probably thinking in their mind, this is a playoff preview. Let's let's measure ourselves. So, yeah, you get the Royals, the competitive feisty Royals. you got to go find a way to win this series. Here's the third thing you need to know. Well, just you know, watching around the NFL to see the other moves that get done. NFL cutdown day is Tuesday. That's it, right? Then you get down to your 53-man roster. So some deals being made now ahead of that moment. Cardinals were pretty active yesterday. They picked up quarterback Josh Dobbs. They traded former number 11 overall pick. I don't even remember the name. Isaiah I, Simmons. Oh, I did. Gosh, that guy was so intriguing to me. And I know it's not a time and place for the Seahawks, and, and he'll play out his deal there with that trade. But he wants to be Cam Chancellor. And Arizona played him a linebacker in, in like four different spots. tried to win the spots. safety this year, but it didn't Correct. work. Well, yeah. He's an intriguing character. You were not going to trade for him and take on that you know rookie salary and mm-hmm. top 11 pick and all of that. So not a fit here. But, yeah, that, that there can be some intrigue. And, and I think that there's enough teams, Salt, that are, are in it. They have some needs going into the season, and a few of those that, like Arizona, are going to be some some seller dwellers and, and willing to move some pieces. So we know something about Trader John. He's a little like Trader Jerry, and those guys like to find a way to get deals done. All right, good stuff. That is everything you need to know. Quarter past every hour here on the Brock and Salk Show. Before we take calls, can I give you one other little revelation I had last night? Just uh, thinking through a little bit of the Jamal and then thinking through, like, why do Pete and John get along so well with uh, with, with the Mariners as well as, as, they, as they come over? And, and we know, like, Tater, Carl Smith over there, huge Mariners fan. And John and Scott get along very, very well. I was thinking about it. Like, the organizationally, you've got John Schneider and Scott Service, small-town Wisconsin guys. I mean, Midwest through and through, treat people the right way, earn it, grind it. John did, service did, multi-sport guy. Like, that's just the fiber of, like, who they are. And then look who they're paired with. <laughs> Schneider's paired with a Northern Cali dude, right? Pete Carroll's surfer eccentric. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's paired with him. And then Scott's got New Jersey Jerry, you know, like – coastal like just very very what's that different. like being kind of a small town guy who's paired with somebody Gosh. very different from you if you if it's a big if it's a big if if you can make it work yes if, if. you can if you can hone if. the rough edges if. and if you can only survive yeah. long enough you get through seven to nine if. seven to nine if. and you get through really low ratings and really low ratings if. 
If you can get to the other side, yeah, that's there where, could be some magic. That's where the good stuff lies. All right, well, speaking of magic, let's hear from you guys. 866-979-3776. Open phones, 866-979-3776. This is a gold time right now in Seattle sports. You got the Mariners coming home. What do you make of them today? What do you make of their next month? What do you make of where they're at in the division? How do you feel about how this season has gone? What do you make of their pitching staff and Matt Brash being a little beat up and their bullpen, et cetera? I got about a million different directions you could go with the Mariners. Again, 866-979-3776. And just as intriguing with the Seahawks, getting close to cutdown day, some depth issues all of a sudden at wide receiver, some issues at defensive line, some guys you're excited about. I mean, there are so many different directions to go this morning. Yes, and Mora and Justin, just like this is a pennant race, okay? And just like you got to hone your skills, and it just finds tunnel vision, man, you're going to just screen these calls. We're only taking the best. We're already trying to, but you guys keep talking. No, I want Let's the best that. of the <laughs> best. The best. So if somebody doesn't have something good to Simply say on the phone, the hang up on them and we'll wait for the next Better person. 866-979-3776. Your calls next on Brock and Salk. This, this is Brock and Salk. Powered through the Alaska Airlines Studio. Back in mornings from 6 to 10. On Seattle Sports and the Seattle Sports app. Brock's getting pumped. This gets his water moving. I know that. Oh, you play me Diana? Oh, you give me Diana Ross like that? (laughs) (laughs) It's Tina. I'm messing with you. It's Tina. Don't you mess with Tina. 866-979-377. Only the best. And we'll dump you. If it ain't good, we're dumping you. It's It's pennant race time. I get it. You got to bring it. I I know that. Yes, and everyone should have a good take today. No excuses. So much going on in Seattle sports wise. Let's get right to them. As uh, you guys control the content here for the next fifteen minutes or so. How about Mike and Puyallup? What's going on, Mike? Good morning, fellas. Brock, I need your help. <clears throat> a couple weeks ago, they had <clears throat> they had a teeny stadium. They had a Cougar Day, paint the park crimson, or whatever. And a bunch of Cougars showed up. Mm. Uh, Tory Hunter threw a first pitch, kind of bounced it up there, but Darren Pointer through a strike. Mm. Tonight is the Huskies version. Paint the park purple. Brock, I need you to get off work, get mm. your arm loose, go down to Cheney Stadium, and mm. send me an 80-mile-an-hour heater mm. to represent mm. all the Huskies fans in the mm. Northwest. Mm-hmm. Bro, how I are the chances there, of that happening? Yeah, tonight? I was there on Coog night, actually, with one of my old Coog buddies, Mr. Curran. And we drove up, and all yeah. of the and, – and Titus and Matthew, his son, were there. And it was like, oh, my gosh – is every Mariner fan a Coug fan? We didn't figure it out until we learned that it was Coug night. Uh, I, I think I'm going to sub yeah, out. I'm going to go. Well, I'm going I'm to go to Penix. I'm going to go to the lefty in the pen. Uh, I don't know if Penix is available tonight, but I think he can throw it a little harder and further than me, Mike. I appreciate it, though. All right, there we go. Good strong take. Good Thank call. You. Thank you, Mike. Good it wasn't really a take so much as a request, but hey, whatever. Eight six six nine seven nine three seven seven six. Mike's in Spokane. What's up, Mike? Good morning. Yeah. Good morning. How you guys doing? Great. Awesome. Yeah, how lucky are we as uh, Seattle fans? We got December coming up. We have the uh, Mariners who were 500 in the middle of the summer and now are pushing for the AL West lead. And then Seahawks starting up here yeah. uh, just a little over a couple weeks. You, you've definitely uh, set up the situation well. So, Mike, is it pennant or bust? I don't know. Mike, pennant pennant nice. or bust? Pennant would be nice. Okay. All right, Mike's into Thank the pen. All right. Yeah. Thank you, Mike. Let, Maura, let's, uh, Maura that, and Justin. That was on. not simply the best. I, just, I did Maura, not screen that one. I just want to say that's not simply Justin, the best. Justin, 
I know you're a nice guy what from happened? Libby. J- come on, Justin. He said Mike didn't bring it. Mike didn't bring it? No. Mike, no. Mike just kind of set up the scene. Like, oh, come hey, on, it's Mike. a good time to be in Seattle. Like, yeah, I mean, that's no, Mike Salk's job. That's what he does. He sets me that. up, and I, te- and I deliver. We've already oh, done that. Mike. All right, how about Mike. let's try You know what? Blake in Bothell, I feel like, will bring what Brock is looking for. Bring Blake, some fire, Blake. Good morning, Blake. What's going on? What? Oh, boy. What's up, Blake? Hey. Uh, yeah, I just want to talk about how uh, big of a problem I think the Mariners are going to be going into the postseason. They haven't lost by more than two runs since about the middle of July, and I think the rest of the league is looking around right now and looking at the Mariners thinking that's a team they really don't want to face. Is that how you feel? That's how I feel for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I get that. I think Justin sent us those numbers. Not bad, Blake. At least we're out of the embers. That had a little smoke to it. I think I think uh, Justin sent us the the numbers Salt, earlier this week that they have as many uh, extra inning losses as they do other losses. And all those other four losses since like July first have been one or two run varieties. They've been in every single one of those, but still just two and four and extras. Let's get over that hump mm-hmm. over the next 35. Yeah, and obviously, you know, trading Paul Seawald and some of the issues they're having right now in the pen, I think, are, are going to make that a little Be bit close challenging. out again for... Are you watching him, too? Do you find yourself watching? No. Oh, you're not? No, I was well, when I, they were playing Texas. Well, I'm about re- reciprocity. Reciprocity? Yeah, I'm about that. Yeah, and Seawald's cheering, cheering for us. I'm going to cheer for him. <laughs> you're like those guys who stole the uh, banner a few years ago in Boston that fell off a truck. Yeah. Remember that? Yes. I'm just saying, I mean, uh, you know, if you have some other tickets for the playoffs to get a little reciprocity. I mean, I'm reading like, this good book, Givers and Takers <laughs> and Matchers. Adam Ross or Adam Grant. Good book. Right. Givers, Takers and Matchers. And I'm matching Seawald. If he's cheering for us, I'm cheering for him. All right. Let me grab Jason, who's in Everett. What's going on, Jason? Good morning. Good morning, guys. Hey, I have a thought on Jared Kelnick that's a little bit different than everyone else's. Um, I think he actually saved our season. We talked so much about how he was playing, everyone was playing so tight, no one was loose. I think him kicking the water cooler just released everyone's negative energy and just let everyone play loose. They saw what happens if you play too tight, and him just kicking that just let it all out, and everyone was able to be like, okay, we're done with that. Let's go. Let's save the season. Wow. Any merit to that, Salky? I don't think so, but I don't. I can't tell you he's wrong. Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't think that's the case, Jason. Yeah, but I, I like just the way it. you can't prove it's right, I can't prove it's wrong. It's very speculative, right? And 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 that's why I'm not going to argue with you because it's it's speculation. We don't know how they've been feeling or what it is that sort of seemed to make a change. My gut tells me it's just baseball, and that you know those two things happen to occur at the same time, but. I think there's probably more to the some of the challenges that it afforded them without having Kelnick around, but I don't know. Maybe it was that. Who the what heck is knows? The, what did you call Rojas on our email? Maybe that was private. You want to share? He's like our. He was such an inside source. Yeah, I said he was like having a spy. Yes. on the inside, like because he'll actually tell you the way that so, they're thinking in the clubhouse. So much information. He <laughs> he's he's you. He's a verbal honest. processor. He he needs to he needs to talk it out. <laughs> And how, how many times did yeah. he say? So I, I am like 90, honestly, I'm like 99% that the Kelnick thing has nothing to do with any of this. Yeah. Unlike the fight last year that I think had a lot to right. do with galvanizing that team, I'm like 99% it has nothing to do with it. But there's like a 1%, yep. and it could probably be convinced to like 10% where when Rojas says, I've never been around a looser team. I've never been around a looser team. This is like the loosest team that gets their work in. This team is so loose. 
And Jared is yeah, not loose. I don't know, but it's hard for me to imagine that this team couldn't be loose because one guy in the second year is is wound tightly. I just well, I don't know, he was, was the one think. guy that was hitting for two months of the season, yeah. and carrying this team at times. Well, maybe they were too loose. The, <laughs> maybe yeah. they needed to be a little. As I said, it's a one percenter. Yeah. But it know, is fascinating. Eight six six nine seven nine three seven seven six. Let me go to Matt in Toledo. What's up, Matt? I'm cashing checks. Okay. Last time I called was I only called one time, but and you scared me off, Salt, because that's what I do. I was so pumped about the Geno Smith era and what Pete Carroll could do for our Seahawks, mm-hmm. and you just shoot, shoot me off, and you laughed, laughed. And now, last year, you see what happened. Yeah. And this right. year. So what do you got this year, then? My, well, the receipt I want to catch this year is about halfway through this baseball season. I was on Twitter, and someone was like, say one good thing about the Mariners. And I was like, they're the best team in the West. And I'm going to cash that check oh, wow. in a couple of weeks when they are. <laughs> Matt, you are you are like Dude, Lewis Riddick. Lewis Riddick in Toledo. <laughs> He's right down there keeping yeah. the receipts. How Keep them receipts, Matt. He said since you've been cashing checks all week, Me? he thought that he should. As well. I haven't done that at all. What are you talking oh, about? No, no, not at all. I haven't done that. I would, no, I would never. That's not like me. That's not your personality. 866-979-3776. I think that's ridiculous. I can't believe you would say something like that. How about uh, Tristan in Edmonds? What's going on, Tristan? Good morning. Hey, Brock. Hey, Salk. Huge fans of the show. Uh, I just want to hear to, you know, talk about the, the Mariners and how historic this season is. I mean, last year was great, but honestly, last year, the main goal was just make the playoffs, you know. This year, I think, like, one game behind the Rangers, I think we genuinely have a shot. Tristan, how old are you? Taking the division. I'm Tristan, 15. Way to bring the fastball. Yeah. Like, you're, you came out the gate like the Grosfather. You came out with more poise than many of these double, triple your age today, Tristan. Appreciate that. So let me throw it right back at you. Do you think in your heart of hearts, do you really believe that this team is equipped to not just make the playoffs and be a great story? Do you think they can get all the way to the first World Series in Mariners organizational history? I mean, honestly, I really don't want to jinx it, but I think we might have a shot with the pitching staff and our offense You know, catching some fire recently. I, I, I think so, but it'll take some more work. You know, absolutely. And I think you're right when you bring up the pitching staff. I mean, that has been the thing that has set them apart all year long. Tristan, I'm going to tell you right now, right now, Tristan, on this date, you did things other interns in our building couldn't do. That's true. Seriously. Yeah. I mean, that was uh, if you want a career in this thing, Tristan, keep doing what you're doing, (laughs) man. You are on the right path. Good job. All right. Let me grab uh, Mark, who is in Brennan. What's up, Mark? Hey, guys. Thanks for taking the call. I, too, love the show. Uh, hey, Brock, go Grizz. Um, right I uh, I love the, what the Mariners got going, but the corner infield <clears throat> for me has been is the Achilles heel for the Mariners. I love Gino. Played a great third base. Too much strikeout in France, not just the last game, but three times coming up with two guys on and, and just can't get the job done. I as much as I want to say they're going to the World Series and I don't think they're that far away, I, I think that's their Achilles heel. And they're going to have to do something in the offseason mm-hmm. with those two spots 
to move the Mariners to where they want to go. Well, both of them are Thank gold you. glove. Yeah, both of them, and you mentioned, and I, I just can't, like, just bypass that. In order to have elite pitching, you've got to pair it with some defense. And both of those guys have been gold glove. They're, they're Julio and those two corner guys are up for gold glove consideration. Mm. I would say, if I'm going to add to that at all, they do have to add some pop. The, the tie and Eugenio and Eugenio is going to strike out that you're just going to have to live with that. Uh, but tie and him, especially in September is this, is this scheduled turns yeah. are going to have to come up with some significant. There's a, yeah, some significant power play. There's a real question to be asked this off season about tie France and which is the real tie France and what mm-hmm. you can live with at first base. I don't think now's the time to ask it. Obviously we'll do that yep. down the road, but for now I, I would just really like to see him contribute and be the guy that he was two years ago when he was such an asset. I mean, he was the best hitter on a team that won 90 games and I would really like to see some of that tie France show up. Cause if he does, I don't think there's going to be any worry about this team's do you remember, offense. Do you remember 130-some games ago we talked about who will lead this team in batting mm-hmm. numbers? That's Ty France. And I think we asked Cherry DePoto about that too, right? And it was Ty. I think you and I were Ty. I think even he was Ty. And then it was Julio. And I think as we sit here today, I'll check the latest numbers. JP? I'll check the latest numbers. Take another call. Let me do a little. All right. We'll, we'll do I think little, it's Julio. I, I thought it was JP. It's one or the other. 866-979-3776. Let me go to Justin in Richland. What's going on, Justin? Hey, how's it going, guys? I'm hey, gonna, hey, Justin. I just want to let you know, Saul hates the Tri Cities. It sucks. He's, it's for fourteen years. For fourteen true. years, I love it down there. Stop it. I love the Trinity. So go Liar. ahead, bring it, bring it. Hey, that's all right. I love the sunshine, so I'll stay over here. He can have his rain over there. <laughs> but I'm going to cut straight to the chase. Uh, pennant or bust every year for me. I'm a diehard fan. In order to do that this year, we're going to have to find a solid closer and quit shuffling him around. I think Topa's the guy. Yep. Who knows? Looks scared when he's out there trying to close. He's all over the place. I think we need to put him back at the setup spot, seventh, eighth inning. Uh, T. Oscar needs to come out of right field and go to DH. And when Kelnick comes back, his glove is costing us runs when you're losing one or two run games consistently. You can't have that. So put him at DH, have Canzone and Marlowe out in uh, right field when Kelnick comes back. And then uh, Scott, man, our coach, he's going to have to learn how to play these extra inning games and play some small ball, bunt that runner over. He never likes to do he's it. He's not going to do that. It's I was, I was all so us. with you, man. I was so with you on everything uh, you were saying uh, until right there. Uh, I don't know. I, I had you until right there. Does it change did, did, with did you, 35 to go? Did you play baseball for 18 years? Did you play baseball for 18 years? That's why you're not with me, man. Small ball wins games. you got to go for that runner at second, getting over to third. Yeah. It's been killing us all year. Absolutely, you're right. The whole That's statistical revolution has been such a disaster and baseball teams don't know what to do anymore i was with you right until then man i'm with you on topa i'm with you 100 <laughs> percent on on tay oscar and moving him to dh more often but small ball for guys who haven't bunted in 18 years themselves hey just go out there and bunt 100 mile an hour them. fastballs you're in the major leagues you gotta teach them how to bunt yeah, you're, you're you, the that's major absolutely league. what you do with major leaguers is you teach them things that are new wait to a fellow justin do you think they got to the major leagues because they didn't know how to bunt you just got to teach them. Well, obviously, it's not it's not going on for the Mariners, and we're getting it's beaten. It's not going on for anybody. Let Nobody me cut wants. through. It's it's too good a Friday. Thank you, Justin. Great fire. Great fire. That's better at 730. <laughs> I love so we that. can debate the rest of the day. I, I know. Get Justin on the horn more often. Yes. Way to go, Justin. I would just say this. Maybe in the final 35, you do have some guys that can bunt a little bit. Mm-hmm. Maybe Rojas, who put down a great bunt the other day. Yeah. Maybe well, that you, was a bunt for a hit. It was, but it was also a runner on third. Well, his, bunt one for, out. his bunt for a sacrifice the other day when they needed it was an abject disaster leading the team in batting average rojas 
Enough at bats, 290. Second on the team, maybe still not qualifying, Murphy at 290. Julio, 277. Wow. With that and what's JPM? On. 260. Okay. Yeah, pretty good stuff. All right. Yeah. Well, good fun phone calls to finish up a Friday. We will move swiftly from your calls, which we'll do again next week, of course. Do a little ranking to finish the week. Looking for a hard-hitting ranking of some of the yes. best athletes, yes. teams, games, coaches, Finally. and moments of all time? Because we are, after all, a sports station? <laughs> That's not what we do in this segment. No. But if you're looking for an extremely long list of songs, movie quotes, and dad jokes that Justin and Salk have no idea why they came up with and can't remember if they may have already done this before because most of them all blend together, then you're in the right place. This is Catalog, brought to you at 945 every morning by Carter Volkswagen. Uh, Did you choose that open, Maura, because you said a long list? Because that's exactly what we are going to be ranking today. We've got longs ranked. And you guys had a lengthy debate this morning about whether there were too many longs to rank. I would call it a long long debate. Yeah, you could call it lengthy if you wanted. I would just say it was a long debate about it. But we figured it out. I feel like we got to a good place, and uh, we're ready to rank longs this morning since it's such a long baseball season. Here are some uh, that you may know, like, you know, the Hollies. That's a filthy riff, by the way. That is is like 60s garage rock filth. Rock, there's going to be a lot in here that I think you're going to also be uh, agreeing with. Think so? I like it. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see what else we got. Uh, Well, speaking of, uh, we got the Eagles. They still perform on their uh, final tour. Yeah, their finale. Yeah, we do one more time. We got the Doobie Brothers. That's long train running from the Doobie Brothers. You like that one? Long haul truckers that spent some time on this program. (laughs) Yes, I would think. Absolutely. Long John Silvers. Oh yes, good call. Yeah, we got Long John. And just Long John's in general. Brock, I know you like a little Long Island iced tea. Texas Longhorns. Yeah. Got the Longhorns next week. Longhorns oh, yeah. Saloon. Welcome. Bo Edison. Mm-hmm. Horn. Oh, yeah, that's Morris. That's uh, Morris' <laughs> country line. So right, mean tweets. Hashtag hook them. Oh, mean tweets will start. Oh, oh I'll, I'll get fun. some mean tweets next yeah, week right. for sure. Got a lot of movies to mention. Uh, let's see. The Long Walk Home. The Long Kiss Goodnight. Daddy Long Legs. What a long, strange trip it's been. Uh, longest Yard. The Longest yard. yard. Both versions of The Longest yeah. Yard. The and if you want to go old school, Brock, have you ever seen The Longest Day about no. D-Day? It's from no. the 50s. It's like John Wayne and every big actor from the 50s. Whoa. It is a phenomenal movie about D-Day. If you ever get it, like a free three and a half hours. Oh. <laughs> Want to go down that road. Long Way Up, Long Way Around, the Ewan McGregor motorcycle movies. How about uh, Long Tall Sally? Dude, Little Richard's yeah. awesome. I mean, you got the preseason All-American long snapper in Ooh, Bozeman, nice. Tommy Sullivan, really right? Good. Yes. The long snappers. We got the Beach Boys. Fun all summer long. Long Shoreman that listened to the show as well, I'm guessing. That's the best union man right there. That's the ones I don't want to mess with. You got the Backstreet Boys. They still perform? I don't think so. Find a way to make money. Something. I think they probably got a Vegas residency by now. <laughs> They've had a pretty long career. 
Nice. The Beatles did The Long and Winding Road. The Long and Winding Road. It's a number one song for them. How about that? There are probably eight or nine in here that I've wanted to play. Oh, there's so many. Uh, you got Long Beach Dub All-Stars. You got Billy Joel's The Longest Time. Oh, yeah. As long as I can see the light. CCR. Long, long, long way from home foreigner. All summer long. You already said that one, but the Kid Rock version. Kid Rock version, yes. <laughs> long Live Rock by The Who. Long Way Down by The Goo Goo Dolls. Been So Long, The Doors. Take the Long Way Home from Super Tramp. That's a lot. You're going to have a long drive today, probably. Yeah. And for whatever reason, more, why the long face right now? You seem very upset. Oh, it's just, you know, one of my favorite things is just listening to people read a list. Yeah, but why the long face? Well, there's also a lot of people with the last name Long. Oh, okay. There's, of course, Terrence Long, Shed Long Brock. Evan Longoria. <laughs> That's a good one right there. You, you guys used to have a manager uh, here with that last name? I always did. hear about him. Brian Long, one of the greats. B. Long, we call him. Do you remember the great Iowa quarterback? Played for Hayden Fry in the 80s. No. Chuck Long. I've never heard of Chuck Long. Oh. It's got Chris problem. Long, Ooh. and he brings us to the top five, Brock, Ooh. because he is the son of number five. The Raiders, I show up at camp. They didn't ask me to, to, to bench any weight. They didn't ask me to do any vertical jumps. They didn't ask me to do any broad jumps. They didn't ask me to hop in a think tank and see how my bad dreams were. They gave me a helmet. You're going to play defensive line, and I started to play. That would be... Howie. Howie Long. How dare you put that on and not him on our show yelling at his dog. That was, well. <laughs> Shut up. It's Dang. like Ed Orgeron telling the guys to be quiet. <laughs> Howie Long's dog was giving him all sorts of issues on the Saw show. Big miss here. 253. Tagalongs. The cookie. The oh, yeah. Scale. The cookie. Uh, huh. JD in the He's 509 says, how much longer before bumping Stacy? <laughs> Don't worry, it won't be long. Pippi Longstock. Oh, that's another great old song. It won't be long from the Beatles. It won't be long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Between the Beatles and ACDC, I think we could have filled this one. <laughs> number four. All right, number four. Justin, you never ended up throwing it on here, but what it was You, you Shook Me All Night Long. Oh, I'll get you. You can what? sing it if you want, Brock. Why don't you sing You Shook Me All Night Long? Shook me all night long. <laughs> you really had me when you. You. Yeah, that's, yeah, there you go. Somewhere that's in there, way up there, octave-wise. That's <laughs> They're normally much louder, yeah. Yeah, I know. Yeah, what happened? Uh, it's kind of Mike B would sing that song well. Okay. He'd handle that well. That would be, that would be more in the uh, more in his range, his you register. You all night long. Yeah, that's a number. That's a good one. That's Homer number four. Long lining. He's still got to send us some halibut, so I'm going to hold you to that, Homer. Let's do this. Number three, Long's Ranked. Trying to formulate a guess. Brock's trying to figure out the name of the song or the band to figure yeah. out why Got that neither. is on this list. Also yep, town in Washington, Brock. Oh, Longview by Hey, Longview. It's got a color. The band's got a color in it. <laughs> Longview's okay. down there by Portland on the way to Portland. Yes, Longview is the name of the song. Uh-huh. The band God, has no a chance. color. Ah, yeah. Looking for Green Day. Really, yes, ah. green, we, we would have accepted Green Day. Yes. Not Red Hot Chili Peppers. Was that the first Green Day song you ever heard? It was for me. Brain Stew was my first. Oh, interesting. That was the first Green Day song. Number two. Number two. Oh, come on, Latin. Oh, night, baby. You think Lionel had some all nighters? What? I would hope. <laughs> When he was dancing on the ceiling. 
206 hello. says, long story short, I love this segment. 208, hello, <laughs> is it me you're looking for? Oh, Lionel was good. Number one, I feel like it should be very obvious on this show especially. How many times we've played this song on the show, but more than any other song for sure. On Fridays? It's become my favorite ACDC song. You're going to deal with the Seahawks on Friday. The the, the number of years on Fridays. We're going to get in the ring and you're going to deal with us and we're going to knock you out. You can't handle for 60 minutes what the Seahawks are throwing your way. Ooh, and I'm getting some food smoke. Brock, you hit the post. That was pretty awesome. Hit the post. Long way to the top if you want to rock and roll is number one in Long's ranked. Have a great weekend, everybody. Enjoy the Mariners at home here against the Royals. Enjoy the final preseason game for the Seahawks. Break 100 today at Chambers. Break How about 90? Can we break 90 yeah, today break, at Chambers? I just like to hit driver and be happy. We'll catch you guys Monday morning, 6 a.m. Until then, the hay. Barnes. See you, everybody. Get to the chopper!